Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney. And what I want to share on is holding on to the promise. It's just, um, I just want to share really out of my own personal journey about this. And um, what's interesting is yesterday we were driving in the car with some friends of ours. We're currently in Mobile, Alabama. And we were taking Marius Elinas back to the airport and Aaron Smith brought up this thing and he said, do you guys remember where you were on September the 11th? And I remember that like it was yesterday. And we were actually in Ireland at the time. And I'll never forget, a friend of mine sent me a text and he said, put the news on. And I put the news on and there I saw the second plane hit one of the towers. And it was the most shocking event that I'd ever seen in my life. And as we were recalling that event, it was just so interesting because... It wasn't long after that particular event that the Irish economy crashed and we were living in Ireland, as I said, at that time. And we really felt that Yahweh had called us there and that this was where we were meant to be. And when the Irish economy crashed in the first month after September the 11th, 27,000 IT people lost their jobs. And I was one of them because everyone that had a work permit in our company was let go and there were about 200 of us. And then to try and find another job was virtually impossible. No matter what I did, I think I went for something like 200 interviews. Oh, sorry, sorry, I applied for about two to 300 jobs and I got one interview out of all of them. Every time they would even hear that I needed a work permit, they would say no. And they were only hiring Irish citizens. And it was soul destroying because we were forced to go back to our original country which was South Africa and at that time I lost my job and my wife still had her job in Ireland and we had a debt that we had to pay so we made the decision that I would take the two boys and I would go back to South Africa and she would stay in Ireland until the debt was paid and anyway what happened was on that journey um, it was such an interesting journey because you know looking back it was probably one of the hardest times or one of the the greatest times in terms of what Yahweh was about to teach us. And I'm so grateful for those times. And I think what happens with us as believers is too often we're not grateful for the hard times. And I've learned uh, in these last 20 years walking with Yahweh that I'm grateful for every single thing that happens in my life because I know that Yahweh only has plans that are good for me. Anyway, the story continues and... um, My wife was on the train going to work one day in the morning, heading into Dublin from where we used to live, and she was just weeping on the train. And she couldn't really care what people thought about it, but she was heartbroken knowing that I've I've left with the boys and she's stuck in Ireland trying to pay off a debt. And then she felt the, the, the father just speak to her and said, and the father said to her, by the time you are 50, you will be back in Ireland. And she got hold of me that night and we spoke on the phone and she said, this is what Yahweh said. And I said, I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. I said, I know that, I know that, I know that we call to Ireland and one day we will go back. Now that was 21 years ago. And as I said, this message is titled Holding On To The Promise. And that promise has sat inside both of us for all these years. And if you know anything about our journey, we went to South Africa. I think we spent, I can't remember, it was three or five years back in South Africa. And then we moved to New Zealand. And we've been in New Zealand for the last 17 years. And it was in this year in May that um, 
Sam came to me and she said, I'm really feeling this thing about Ireland is coming back. And I had been feeling the same at the same time. And I said, absolutely. I, I just feel there's such a strong call. Now, all these years in between, these last 20 years, we've been trying to find a way back. And there's been no door to us getting back into Ireland. But what happened was this time I, I, I said, okay, well, let me do some checking. Actually, before I go into this, I need to give you some background on the way Yahweh does things. Now, when we, when we arrived in New Zealand, we had roughly $85,000 worth of debt. And that's because we had moved countries three times and the costs of flights and all kinds of different things, and it all added up. And so we both got jobs in New Zealand, and um, our income and our outgoings would never be able to pay that debt off. But what we did was we sat with Yahweh, and we said to Yahweh, we said, Yahweh, we don't like being in debt, and we know that your word says that we shouldn't be in debt. So give us a strategy. Give us a heavenly strategy of how to get out of debt. And Yahweh gave us this amazing strategy, and we started to implement it. And we honored the strategy, and what happened was in one year, we settled all of that debt. Now, we actually didn't physically settle it. What happened was we started to have supernatural cancellation of our debt. I'll never forget the one. The one debtor that we owed was about $5,800. And I got a letter in the post the one day saying, thank you for settling your account in full. And I was like, I haven't even got to that account yet. But it was paid. And this started to happen more and more. And I, and I asked Yahweh, I said, Yahweh, how is this happening? And Yahweh said, because you honored the process that I've told you to do, I'm going to honor you with increase. Because you knew our hearts, our hearts were so much to get out of debt. And so Yahweh honored that process. And so we got out of debt. And then we, we really looked at every opportunity to try and get back to Ireland. And, and one of the things that Yahweh said is, after we had got out of debt, he told us, you have to save. And then this is the point I'm trying to make. So we started to save, and we've been saving probably for the last 18, 15, yeah, 18, 15 years, constantly, every single month, moving money into multiple savings accounts. And I remember a lesson that my mom taught me many years ago, which I didn't apply until this time, where she said, you always pay yourself first. And this is what we were doing by saving. We were paying ourselves first. And so we started to save and we started to implement other things. Like we started to pay to rumor to our rabbi or our teacher, the one that we see. And that's Ian. And we have a debit order that goes off to Ian every single month. And we started to trade like we've never sown before. And all these things began to add up and, and our savings began to grow and to grow. And I never knew why we were saving. I, I didn't ask Yahweh the reason why. And I think that's a problem we have as believers. We often ask him why. Where he doesn't want us to ask him why. He just wants us to trust him. And so in this process, I've really, really learned to trust my father in heaven. Because I know that he has my best in, in his heart. And, and the other thing is I've fallen absolutely madly in love with my scroll. My scroll is the story that Yahweh's written about me. He took time to sit down and write a story about me, to put all his dreams and his desires for me into a book. And I often engage with my scroll. In fact, I engage with it on a daily basis. And I say, Yahweh, today, whatever you've written for me today, let me fulfill it. I don't want to miss one jot or tittle of what's been written. And so back to the island story. So we've been saving for all these years. And now in May this year... Yahweh rekindles the word that he gave us 20 years later. And 
I start looking online and suddenly we find this visa. Now we've been looking for years and this visa has been around for years, but only this time do we see it. Isn't that amazing what Yahweh does? And it's called a Stamp Zero visa, which is a retirement visa. And it, is all, and it has all these conditions. And, and one, the one condition is you have to have X amount of liquid cash. In other words, X amount of money in the bank. They don't care if you own 58 houses and 10 buildings and you have three Rolls Royces. They couldn't care about assets. They want to know what liquid cash you have. And it has to be a certain amount to qualify. Now, we've been saving for the last 18 years and we have the money in our savings accounts. So that was part one. The second part is you have to earn X amount of income per year, which we do with all the different businesses that we have. So we actually... I look at all what I'm reading and I, and I say to Sam, I think we can do this visa. We can do this retirement visa. So we get a hold of an Irish attorney and we talk to the Irish attorney and they basically look at all our paperwork. They have an Irish accountant go through everything. We submit all our documentation and we meet all of the criteria. And so we submit our application and the Irish attorney tells us that from the time you submit your application to the time it's approved can be anywhere between six and nine months. And once it's approved, you have three months to get to the country. So we were like, amazing, awesome. So we've qualified, we submit our paperwork, and now the waiting game starts. And so Sam and I are working out, well, we'll probably be there by next year, March, maybe April, depending on how long it takes to approve this. And the Irish attorney even said that with the COVID issues, it may take longer. So anyway, here we are and we're waiting. And in three months, our visa was approved. So what's happened is we've had to now make plans to get to Ireland a lot sooner than we were expecting. And we had all these things that we needed to do. We needed to sell a house. We needed to buy a house. All kinds of different things. But the wonderful thing is this, is that when you hold on to the promise and you don't ever stop trusting Yahweh, and you always believe it's okay if it goes to sleep inside you, but don't miss the time when it awakens again. And so when this thing reawoken in us, we absolutely trusted Yahweh, and we did our part. We didn't just sit back and you know expect Ireland to invite us to come. We started to investigate, and we found a way, and Yahweh began to show us the path. And when you follow the path, Yahweh, what I find is favor comes around you all the time. And we have had such incredible favor. We found a house. We bought it. Um, we then put our house on the market because we wanted to stage it and we wanted to move first. And, and then what happened was with our house, which was just so incredible, is we, we wanted it to go to auction because you, that's the way you can get the most money for your home. And two days before our home was going to go on auction, we were told by the agent, there's only one buyer. There's only one person coming to the auction. So I was like, what? But then I thought, no, hang on a second. You know, Yahweh's done everything so far, so he's going to do it some more. So I didn't allow doubt and fear to come in. Sam and I just got together and we prayed and we said, you know what? Yahweh's he's on this man and we are going to trust him. Anyway, the day of the auction comes and this is one week before we're leaving and they conducted just like an auction as anyone here that wants to bid on this property. One person shouts out an amount, and that's the only amount that gets shouted out. It's way lower than we want to, what our reserve even is. And so then the auctioneer comes in. He says, okay, now I'm going to go negotiate with him. And I'm like, okay. So he off he goes and he negotiates. He comes back and he says, this is what they, I've got them up to this, which was exactly what our reserve was. So we're like, 
Oh, no, no, sorry. It was under our reserve by $50,000. So we said, yeah, that'll, that'll be okay, I guess, you know, because we were like, well, we have to sell this house. So then the auctioneer says, hang on a second, I think I can get some more. So he goes back and he comes back with another figure. Now it's met our, now now it's gone up 50000 And then he says, but I think I can get more. So I say to him, I don't want to lose the deal. You know, like it's this is on our reserve, which is awesome. I'm really happy with it. He said, no, no, I think I can get more. I won't push it too far. Comes back and he's got us even more money and we sell the house one week before we're supposed to leave. You know, I just want to encourage you, whatever Yahweh has spoken to you, the word that you know that you know, you know there are words that people are speaking to your life that aren't even from Yahweh. And I want to say, you know when a word's from Yahweh. Your spirit man leaps when there's a word from Yahweh. It's just everything inside you turns to towards that word. Sometimes people will prophesy stuff over you which is not from Yahweh. And we need to understand that. Your spirit man knows the book that is written for it. And when someone prophesies, all they are doing is speaking a word out of your book if they're a true prophet. But sometimes the best way to hear is not through a prophet. The best way to hear, and this is what I found in my own life, is to hear directly from your Father in heaven. And that's why we pursue relationships so much with Him. And so what's happened is we're now in Mobile, Alabama with my sons, who we haven't seen for two years. And on the 14th of December, we are heading off to Ireland for a new chapter in our lives. And a lot of people have said to me, Grant, well, what are you going to do when you get there? Why is Yahweh sending you there? And you know what? I don't know. But this is the thing is I don't have to know. What I need to know is he's opened the door. He said we're going to go. And that's what we're doing. We're taking the first step. This is our first step. And you know what? I trust Yahweh so much that when I get to Ireland and our feet hit the soil, Yahweh's going to give us the next step. This is how good he is. And so... I really hope that this word encourages you. And I want to encourage you, trust Yahweh. Get face to face with him on a daily basis and just be grateful for the amazing things that he's done in your life. Be grateful for the tough times. Be grateful for the good times. Just don't ever stop being grateful. It's out of gratefulness that I believe Yahweh opens up so many doors into our lives and so many things into our lives because we're grateful. It's a, it's almost like a key component to seeing the outworking of your scroll is gratefulness and so i just want to encourage you even though you may not know what's written in your book start engaging with your scrolls start speaking to your scroll and, and telling your scroll to sing inside of you and i found that it's radically changed our lives and we're on this incredible journey and yahweh's at the helm of the ship not me We've taken our hands off and we're allowing him to do what he needs to do. And we're trusting him each day. This is a, remember what the scripture says, work out your salvation daily with fear and trembling. It's the same way, walk your scroll out daily with fear and trembling. And the reason I say fear and trembling is because I've come to the place where I don't want to do what Yahweh doesn't want me to do. And I don't want people to steer me in ways that I'm not supposed to go. I want to walk according to what he has written. And so I just want to bless you and I just want to, Say, Yahweh, I just pray that you begin to unlock the scrolls for everyone that listens to this podcast, Father. That they begin to walk according to what you have written. And Yahweh, I am so grateful that you have written a book for me, that personally, that you took time to do that. Not just for me, but for every single person on earth. So I bless you and I thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Awesome, man. Bless you and have an amazing day.